0: Hello, I'm Steve Schwartz, founder of ProInfluence, and you're listening to Startup Spotlight, a podcast series featuring new consumer-based startup companies and their passionate founders. Welcome to our very first episode of Startup Spotlight. For our very first show, we're excited to showcase Home Plate Peanut Butter, a fun new consumer products company based down in Austin, Texas. Joining us today is Clint Greenleaf, the CEO and co-founder of Home Plate Peanut Butter. Clint, welcome to the Startup Spotlight, and thanks for being our first ever guest.
1: You bet, Steve. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, Now, you're located down in Austin, Texas, correct?
1: We are one of the the jewels of this country. Fun place to be.
0: Give us a quick overview about home plate peanut butter and what you guys are doing down there in Austin.
1: Sure. Well, I think the best way to explain home plate is to go a little bit farther back and explain the importance of peanut butter and baseball. Um, And we've tied two concepts that I think are usually pretty foreign to most people— uh, but baseball players eat a ton of peanut butter, the same way that college kids eat ramen noodles. Baseball players, especially in the professional uh, circuit, eat a ton of peanut butter. The average minor league guy is making under 1000 bucks a month uh, as he's trying to make his way up to the big leagues. And they don't have a whole lot of cash, and they're eating uh, whatever they can get their hands on, as much of it as they can. And peanut butter is not only is it high in protein, and, of course, it's pretty cheap in most cases – But it's also heat-stable, so it doesn't get gross in the hot sun uh, as they're eating it and playing games. So these guys will eat multiple PB&Js a day, sometimes as many as 10, uh, because it's an easy food source for them. And the teams they're playing for also are trying to get the same kind of of high-protein to the players – Uh, But the teams don't have a whole lot of money if you think of the most single-A teams you know. So it becomes this kind of tradition within baseball that on this small minor league side, these guys eat a ton of peanut butter. And my two co-founders both played baseball um, for the Indians and the Mets, and they wanted to eat really good quality peanut butter. Uh, never really existed in this format, but they wanted it to taste good as well. So uh, we kind of came out as this baseball-themed peanut butter that has the taste of the peanut butter we all grew up eating, uh, but is still really good for you.
0: Clint, you mentioned uh, two other co-founders. Who are those guys?
1: Sure, uh, Danny Peoples, uh, who is currently an insurance salesman, played for the Indians and in the Met uh, in the late 90s, uh, and then Ross Atkins, who is currently now the GM of the Blue Jays. Uh, he also played for the Indians back in the day, and he and Danny played uh, in single and double A together in the late 90s.
0: So they have an experience in baseball, um, but more particularly experience in baseball and uh, consuming pe- peanut butter coming up through the uh, the minor league systems.
1: That's right. You know, they had this this mindset when they were eating it all. They thought, you know, it's, it's good and it tastes good, but there's a lot of chemicals in here. And as they grew up and they started to have families, they went and bought the same peanut butter that they grew up eating. And their wives said, hey, look, you can't put, bring this stuff into the house. It's got high fructose corn syrup. It's got molasses. It's got hydrogenated oils. You can't do that. And they said, well, uh, what are we going to do? And they, they tried natural kinds, which were kind of gross and gritty and had oil on top and just didn't taste right. And there was kind of this miss in the market. And they thought, we want to find a, someone who's in that sweet spot, peanut butter that tastes really good and also uh, is available uh, in stores that we can get that's good that our wives will let us have and let us feed our kids. We couldn't find it, so we decided to make it.
0: So it sounds like you uh, you didn't grow up being a baseball player. You weren't in the minor leagues. So what's your background and you know, how did you get into the peanut butter business?
1: Sure. Well, a little sordid history there. I I was a baseball player, but I could never hit a curveball. So after my high school baseball career ended uh, rather uh, boringly with me sitting the pine a lot, um, I'd always loved baseball and never really had the connection to it. Um, I uh, went into college and then uh, was an accountant and then went into book publishing. And Danny, one of our co-founders, was my insurance guy. And we'd always talked baseball. And when he brought me in, I had sold my publishing company and he asked me if I could help him run a peanut butter company. And I kind of laughed and said, look, I know nothing about it. It's food, it's complicated, it's, it's a difficult space. And uh, luckily he said, hey, you've got nothing going on right now. Why don't you help me start this? And the challenge sounded kind of exciting. The more I learned about it, the more I got excited about it. And there was technically a promise that I would probably get a pro baseball contract uh, from Ross and Danny at some point uh, that hasn't come to fruition yet, but I'm still <laughs> waiting for it.
0: Well, are you are you having fun in this new venture?
1: Oh, God, it's exciting is all. Uh, I For me, it's probably one of the greatest new businesses I've started. I've started probably about 20 different ones over the years. Uh, but this is by far my favorite. It's uh, it, it ties some huge loves of mine. It's got small business and the excitement and the all the craziness that comes along with starting a new business, uh, but it's also got baseball. So because we feed every major league baseball team in their clubhouses, we get to go to a lot of baseball games. And uh, it's kind of cool when you think that you, about your job being making sure baseball players are getting enough peanut butter, uh, getting to go to games and, and hang out with them. It's kind of a fun place to be.
0: Now that you've been in the peanut butter business for a couple of years now, tell us a fun story or, you know, something you, unique you've learned since uh, joining Home Plate Peanut Butter and, and getting into the CPG business.
1: Sure. Well, it, I think the, the most fun part for me is talking to baseball people. And because it's not really publicly known that baseball players eat so much peanut butter, it's kind of this little secret they all have. And the most fun, exciting thing you can do, if you ever sit next to a ball player, ask them about peanut butter, and they'll most likely tell you the exact same story in slightly different ways. And they'll tell you about that big tub of peanut butter they all had in the minors, where there were you know four or five different guys sticking their hands in there at any given moment. There were broken spoons, broken knives. It was usually pine tar because some guy was just sticking his hand right in there. Maybe with a batting glove on and they all describe this exact same tub and I've heard the story so many different times from so many different ballplayers they all smile when they tell it and it's this weird nostalgic moment for them where they're describing something that doesn't really sound very appealing Um, but it's important (laughs) to them because they don't usually talk about it in public. So that part's been super fun. And then, you know, the grocery side, um, the incredible complexity of the grocery business, I used to think the bookstore model was kind of complicated in my publishing business. And it is, but uh, the grocery model is just a a whole different beast. Um, The idea of something that's consumable, and the stores don't make huge margins on their sales, but they move a whole lot of product. So being able to understand that model and and getting up to speed on the way they work has been a big part of our learning curve and a very exciting part for us too.
0: Well, let's talk about that for a second. So, you know, obviously peanut butter is a very mature segment of the uh, CPG industry. Talk a little bit about, you know, your primary competitors in the peanut butter space and, and what makes HomePlate, you know, different and, and better than your competitors.
1: Sure, so there's two real kinds of peanut butter that are out there. The majority of that is on the first side, it's, it tastes really good. It's stuff that we grew up eating and it's got a ton of chemicals in it. Um, it's got uh, a lot of saturated fats in there um, and it usually has some sort of bad sugar, either high fructose corn syrup or molasses or other bad things in there. Um, and those are the ones that taste really good. They never have the oil on top and people get kind of used to eating those a lot. So we're competing against that on one side. On the other side is that supernatural kind that has two inches of oil on top and it's really, really gritty. Uh, you, sometimes you store it in the fridge, you store it upside down. And we're trying to compete right in that middle space. So we're trying to have the same taste profile and the goodness that comes from the, the cheaper, more common name brand versions, the health benefits of some of the smaller, uh, more natural side. And so we live right in that middle spot, that sweet spot between the big mainline ones and then the supernatural kind.
0: And how do you get your message out?
1: The number one thing we can do is let people taste it. Um, and it's funny, a, a podcast is not too different from any of the food TV shows that you see. It's really hard for me because if you can't taste it, you can't really understand the benefit of it, but we're able to win about nine out of 10 taste tests against both kinds of peanut butter because we have a real peanut taste that isn't hidden by chemicals from the the mainline brands. And we still have the smoothness and the good quality texture that comes from the natural ones are missing. So uh, taste is still our primary feature and that's the easiest one because it's great to have a natural peanut butter, but if your kids won't eat it, it doesn't do a whole lot of good. Uh, I think most people right next to that box of baking soda in their fridge have a jar of natural peanut butter that no one really wants to eat because it's kind of gritty and gross and, you know, save uh, some sort of food shortage most people will never get to that last jar
0: right right well you know if consumers who are eating peanut butter they're usually eating it um, large quantities at a time Um, if I'm a a consumer uh, a peanut butter consumer and I want to try home plate peanut butter for the first time where can I where can I find it where can I go out and purchase it today
1: sure so uh, we have uh, all products up on Amazon so you can get both of our Our jars, which are creamy, crunchy, and honey-flavored, you can get those on Amazon, as well as our squeeze packs, which are single-serving, about 1.15-ounce. Uh, small little uh, single serving packet. Uh, and you can get those on Amazon as well. And then we're scattered throughout the country. So we, we're we based in Texas. We have a lot of Texas stores. Uh, we have a few in the East Coast, few in the West Coast, some in the Rockies, some in the Great Lakes area. Um, and we're growing as we speak. So we're in about 1,500 stores right now. Uh, and, and that path is growing. But if you don't have us in your local store, uh, please ask for it, first of all. And second of all, You can pick it up on Amazon.
0: Great. Is there a particular market right now that you're focused on, um, or is there a market that you're about to launch or just launched?
1: So, we are really growing quickly within Texas still. We want to pick up every retailer we can here. Uh, A lot of our marketing is focused in Texas still as as we grow. Um, We're launching a few new ones uh, up in Hannaford, which is up in Maine. Uh, We've got Spartan Nash, which is up in the Great Lakes area. Uh, And these new lines and these new chains are giving us the added expansion. And luckily, there are a lot of them around baseball parks. So it gives us a chance to travel up and see great parks like Fenway and Comerica and and get a chance to uh, share a product with people, which is still the best way for them to try it.
0: Clint, for so many startup companies, growth is so dependent on capital. Are you guys currently fundraising?
1: We are currently fundraising. We've got a uh, we did a convertible debt round, which was all baseball players. Uh, so we had retired ball players who my co-founders knew, who gave us a seed capital to get started, uh, and that was our convertible debt round. Uh, we're just finishing up our A round right now, um, and like any good CPG company, you're always kind of in that fundraising mode. So uh, as you try and gain the market share, there's th- no shortage of ways that you can spend money in this space. Uh, and no matter how tight you are, I would argue that I'm one of the tightest people out there that I know. Uh, there's still new ways to spend money. So so we, we do a good job of bringing money in the door as well.
0: I assume that you're open to investors outside of the baseball world. Is that correct?
1: Well, that's right. We're still looking for strategic good fits for us. It's uh, it's still a pretty narrow cast that we've got, but we've gone outside of baseball. Uh, we do feed professional teams. So, for example, the Washington Redskins also eat us. a bunch of college football programs uh, eat our product as well, so several NBA teams as well. So, we've cast a little bit beyond the typical baseball world. Uh, in the same way that Gatorade or Wheaties are kind of sports agnostic, I think home play can eventually become uh, sports agnostic, even though we have our roots in baseball. But right now, we're still primarily focused in that area. So, a good baseball player is always a, a good person for us to talk to, especially because they get the connection between peanut butter and baseball.
0: Clint, if people want to learn more about home plate peanut butter, they want to try it, they want to learn more about the company, um, you know, where should they go? Where do you want to direct them to? contact you or the people on your team?
1: Sure. The best place to go is to our website, which is homeplate.com tb.com, uh, and you can find the contact information there you can reach out to us and see what stores we're, we're selling and uh, it could be near you uh, but if you don't have it nearby or you just want to try a sample go ahead and contact us let us know you heard about uh, Home Plate on the, the podcast with Steve and ask for a free sample and we'll mail you a squeeze pack just to let you try it because as great as I can tell you it is until you taste it you won't be a fan uh, the same way that you will be once you've tried
0: it and once people kind of see the Home Plate peanut butter um, online they, they have it in their cabinet, they see it on the store shelves. What's the one thing you want people to remember about Home Plate Peanut Butter when they see it?
1: I think the number one selling feature that we've got, the the most memorable thing we've got is that we taste really, really good. Um, It is a great tasting peanut butter. And I think that's almost more important to most people ahead of nutrition. Even the nutrition is good. We knew we had to get taste right. So we spent a lot of time and money to make sure the taste was perfect. uh, And then we made it as healthy as we possibly could while still making it taste great. Uh, When you think about home plate, you'll think about how awesome it tastes and that'll be the primary driver for you.
0: Clint Greenleaf, it's been great talking to you about Home Plate Peanut Butter and learning more about your background. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and best of luck to you and Home Plate Peanut Butter in the future.
1: You bet, Steve. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being your first guest ever.
0: And that'll wrap things up for this episode of Startup Spotlight. I'm Steve Schwartz of Pro Influence. Please give us your feedback and share this podcast with your family, friends, and colleagues. Thanks for listening, and be on the lookout for our next episode coming soon.